This is a KUNV Studios original program. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. As we move into Black History Month, uh, we're going to have a few guests today to talk about a few things that are germane to military, as well as we had the Sierra Snowglider officers in a month or so ago, and we're going to have a little update brought to us by Miss Carolyn Reedham. Some of the work that they had mentioned that they were going to take some kids up the Camp Lee Canyon that did take place. She sent me a video of it on TV. So after a few remarks, I'm going to bring Miss Carolyn Reedham in shortly. Once again, uh, we always like to start off our little time on radio with my man Wes with birthdays. Uh, birthday this month is my lovely wife, Marcia. Her birthday is coming up soon. Mr. Eddie Bunch, longtime friend of mine. Mr. Ray Feaster. And gone but not forgotten, Mr. R.J. Robinson. Myron Jenkins and Les Brown. Those are birthdays that I'm aware of for this month of February. Then we'd like to extend condolences to the family of Roshan Jones. He was a retired civilian staff member of Las Vegas Fire and Rescue, as well as we want to express condolences to the family of Chief Lawrence Wycliffe, who retired with Las Vegas Fire and Rescue after 46 years of service. Lawrence and I were only a few months apart in terms of the start of our tenure with the department, but we never grew close. I took the staff or administrative track, and he did the line or operations track. While out there in the field or operations, uh, Lawrence was considered one of the best fire ground commanders ever to don our uniform. And on a personal, personal note, when police and fire played a football game back in the 80s, uh, we were at practice. We did our practice at Western High School, and I was a safety, and Lawrence was a running back. He was a fullback. Well, anyway, they say, I always say when, when, a, when somebody's come through the line, they've gotten through the the, the alignment, they've gotten through the <laughs> the linebackers, the safeties or corners, go low. I went low on Lawrence, and I ain't talking about a Mack truck. I'm talking about a, a train. He rolled over me, and my shoulder hurt me for weeks. But uh, gone but not forgotten, we, he's now an ancestor, and we will continue to talk about Lawrence and the things that he did for Las Vegas Fire and Rescue. With that... Bringing in our first guest up for today's show, Miss Carolyn Reedham. And Carolyn, we want to update. You guys had some wonderful things to say yourself, your husband, Ron, and Carolyn. 
Hayward, the sister of my longtime colleague, Leonard Ladd, who passed away uh, a few months ago. So how you doing, sister? I'm doing great, uh, David, and thanks for having me back on again sure. uh, on your podcast. Yeah, sure. But uh, doing great. Absolutely. And, so tell us, tell us, Carolyn, about the experience. I know you guys talked. Well, first of all, I should ask you to give just a little quick background on the club itself, and then we'll you can tell our listening audience a little bit about the excursion you had with the young folks. Okay, the Sierra Snow Gliders is a uh, black ski club here in Las Vegas. We're a part, uh, we're a chapter of the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports, which is an organization comprised of, I don't know, about 30,000 African-American skiers from all over the United States and in other parts of, uh, of the world. We have chapters in Canada, we have chapters in Jamaica, we have chapters in um, on some, uh, some of the other islands, and um, as we, we've been, like I said, we've been members of this organization since 1991. Okay. And on January 6th, we had, uh, we took 30 children from um, the Southern Nevada Housing Authority, we partnered with them, mm-hmm. and we took 30 children from Sherman Gardens, and these are children who would not have, ordinarily have an opportunity to experience winter sports, mm-hmm. so we took them up to Lee Canyon for the day. We provided uh, everything, the, uh, the their equipment, transportation, food, ski lessons, snowboarding lessons, the children had an opportunity to uh, choose the sports that they wanted to engage in, skiing mm-hmm. or snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time. It was a great day, uh, very successful. The kids loved it. And uh, the housing authority was fantastic. They worked with us to identify the students. I mean, the children, I'm an educator, so all <laughs> of the students. But anyway, but but it was, uh, and this, you know, one of our primary goals, a mm. mission mm-hmm. for our club is to engage uh, black children in uh, snow sports, and right. and 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 it's such a wonderful uh, experience for them. It 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 um, they get to experience this wonderful atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, and environment of being, you know, in, 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 in the snow, but not just that, to learn a new sport. And the kids just had a blast. So That's... we're going to do it again. And uh, we're able to do this through our fundraising. And uh, like I said, we provide everything for them. Mm-hmm. And Channel 3 came out and, and, and filmed uh, the day and it was on the news and they did a great, did a great job of covering this event for us. Excellent, excellent. So I know that when you guys were on the show, you did mention that it was a goal of yours. So as I recall, you plan to do a couple more excursions with young folks. Yes, our next trip is going to be on March 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, up, uh, we're going back up to Lee Canyon again, and they'll get to, you know, just going one time isn't enough. Right. So we actually hope that the kids uh, enjoy it to the point where they you know, we'll, we'll want to continue to to participate in this sport because it is truly 
a wonderful experience for them. Excellent. My husband and I, we've been skiing for almost 50 years. And we've been <laughs> members of the National Brotherhood of Skiers for since since 1991. Excellent. And uh, we've traveled all over the all all over the world, really. I mean, Excellent. the national organization. We skied in Canada and Austria and all of the major ski resorts Excellent. here in the United States. Yep. And uh, if you're really into winter sports, it's it's just wonderful. Great. Look, Carolyn, as we wind up the time with you, because I just wanted to give an update to our audience, would you please give the website because I trust that there's others out there that may be interested in joining your club. Yes. It's uh, sierrasnowgliders.com and uh, you can join or donate uh, and be a part of uh, the, this wonderful initiative that we that we have here in Las Vegas for for the children that live in the you know historic uh, West Side, and we love doing it, and the kids love it. The parents so appreciative, and um, it's just something that we're we feel very strongly about to have children who would not ordinarily be able to do this to give them an opportunity to experience winter Ab- sports. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate the time you spend with those young folks, and we. Hope to get you back on the air again just to continue to tell us about what's the good things that you guys are doing as a Sierra Snow Gladys. So with that, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Second guest for our show is Antonio Moore and France. Faustin. Is that correct? Cause I, that is correct. I have, I've been known to butcher some names. <laughs> hey, uh, good to have you guys on the show. Uh, again, uh, I'd like to have you guys to introduce yourself as well as, and we'll start with you, France. Give an indication of your time in the military. What was your job classification and how long did you serve? I'm France Faustin. Um, I served 18 years in the military. Um, I med boarded out. Um, during my time in the military, um, I enlisted as a patient administration specialist, and then I crossed over and became a medical logistics officer. Hmm. So you went from enlisted to officer? Correct. So what was the requirement to make that change? Well, the re- the way that I did my process was um, I got out the military mm. and then um, I did the ROTC program while I worked on my master's degree. Hmm. Interesting. And decided to go back. Say that one more time. And you, then you decided, you say yes. you got out, then you decided to go back as an officer. Yes, I did. Yes. That's interesting track. Antonio. Yes. Uh, my name is Antonio. Um, I was in the army as well. Uh, France and I, we 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 met actually in our career field. So I was to a healthcare administration uh, soldier. I did 21 years and then I uh, retired, and and now I'm enjoying life as a DOD civilian. DOD civilian, talk. Tell us a little bit about that if you can share that. Well, um, while I was in the army, I took advantage of the. Uh, of the educational benefits and opportunities mm-hmm. uh, 
So um, I got my master's before getting out of the Army, mm-hmm. and I just pretty much transitioned uh, on the other side uh, to wear uh, civilian clothes, and I'm still helping soldiers, so uh, that's always a plus. So mm-hmm. um, I, I work remote. Uh, I work for Madigan Army Medical Center, so life is life is good. So why did why and this is a question to each of you? Why did you join the military to begin with? Well, me um, at at the time I was at UNC in Chapel Hill, so I was just overwhelmed with uh, paying for college. <laughs> so I actually saw a, a commercial uh-huh. and says. Um, if you want money for college, uh, this is a potential route. So I enlisted into the reserves, mm-hmm. and then um, I mean, I did my my basic AIP, and then I decided I want to be a full time soldier. So um, I well, I got out the reserves, of course, and then enlisted into the active component and did my twenty one years. So and uh, both- that was. That was the reason for me. Uh huh. And both of you guys were uh, in the the medical area. That's correct. Okay. On the admin side. On the ad- hospital administration. Oh, the administrative side. Okay, Francis. Yes, and for me, um, I joined the military for two reasons. I joined because um, at the time I was living in Miami, mm-hmm. and in Miami, um, if you don't speak Spanish, um, you basically can I really make it out there? And even with having a degree, it wasn't working for me. Um, the Spanish speaking employees were making more than me who didn't have degrees. So that was the first thing. And then the second reason is because I never wanted to depend on no one again in my life because um, what made a decision up for me is when I was pregnant with my first child and I, um, and I asked my ex-husband to give me like money mm-hmm to go buy something to drink while I was taking my walks because I was a high-risk um, pregnancy with him. Right. And when he told me no, that he pays the bills, that was it for me, that I didn't need to ask him for anything and this and that. That made my mind up that for as long as I live, I would never depend on a man or anyone, and I wanted to make sure my child had a better life. Mm. Okay. That's two interesting different tracks for joining. And... Uh... I trust that you guys uh, did quite a bit of traveling. We did. Yes, we did. Give us give an assignment or two. Uh, uh, a CONUS assignment was Fort Bragg for me, and uh, old CONUS I was uh, at Marshall, Germany. So that's the biggest DOD hospital outside of the United States. So, well, I'm gonna say the two I like the most: uh, Wall Street, DC. Hmm. Um, and also uh, Seoul, Korea, and Carson, Colorado. Okay, so tell me, is there anything you would suggest to someone, young or old, who may be thinking about joining the military? What suggestion would you give? Well, the thing I would uh, tell an individual looking to join the military is going with an open mind. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, joining the military was one of the, the best decisions I made in my life because it gave me purpose and it kind of, it made me aware actually. So uh, it gave me a great foundation. I mean, you know, the armies, they provide opportunities as far as leadership, 
in school. So the, the best thing I would tell them is to, to go in with open mind and take advantage of the opportunities while while you serve, whether it be for, for one contract or if you go the, the long haul to, 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 to retire your status. So, Antonio, did you get your degree while uh, serving? Yes, I did. Typically when I was deployed, actually. So mm -hmm. I had a lot of time uh, at night uh, to do some work because, I mean, there's no distractions when you're deployed on a deployment. So you work long hours, but uh, when you're off, your time is your time. So I took that upon, I took that opportunity to, to, to complete a couple of degrees while I was deployed. You say a couple of degrees. What were they? What are they? Uh, I got my associates when I was deployed initially. Then um, I got my bachelor's. And then prior to leaving the Army, I got my, my master's in healthcare administration. So pretty much my A's in business administration, my bachelor's in healthcare administration, and then my master's in healthcare administration, which is at MHA. Mm, okay. You made some, some smart moves. I After I got out, I got my associate's degree in general studies and that's where I left it. I, you know, as I look back at age 72 now, I'm thinking, man, you wasted a lot of time. But one thing I did know that I needed to do, and that was to get out with an honorable discharge because I had gotten into some trouble while in the military. And I said, you know what? I don't have, I got a, I got a GED, man. <laughs> and they don't like you black, white, male, female with a dishonorable discharge. So uh, I got myself together. Straight my, straighten out my act, as they say, and uh, got out with a with an honorable discharge. And as such, I was able to join the fire department thanks to my five military points. So, there's things that you get uh, to our listening audience out there, those who aren't in the military, or even those who are in. As you heard, uh, Tony say, Antonio say, look, there's opportunity to get further education while you're in. Now, France, give us a rundown on yourself, please. Um, I, too, received my degrees in the military. Um, my uh, ma uh, master's, actually, um, was through the military. Well, well, my bachelor's as well. Um, my master's is in organizational leadership, and my bachelor's is in um, organizational management. Um, I would say the advice that I would give to someone that's joined the military um, or thinking about it, Mm -hmm. Like my honey said, um, go in there with an open mind because um, what I'm hearing a lot of uh, the young people saying today is, you know, they don't want to go to war. And um, yesterday I had a conversation with two recruits that were getting ready to join mm -hmm. and they wanted my input. And what I told them was, this is life. Like uh, in life, there's pros and cons. It's going to be the same way in the military. And you're dealing with people. When you're dealing with people, you can have good days with them. You can have bad days. I've had great bosses. I've had horrible bosses. I've had racist bosses. I mean, mm -hmm. you have to make it, you have to make the best of it. Um, and, um, and like Tony said, it is very important to get your degrees while you're in the military because also they will pay for it. Like the military offers a lot of opportunities that jobs out here is not going to offer you. You get paid to learn a trade and depending on your trade, you can step out of your uniform and get into your suit or your dress and heels and, continue and make even more money. But um, the military is the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, besides God, like with the military, I'm very successful, I can say. You know, I was able to buy my own home. I'll, I'm traveling all the time. Like 
life is great. I was able to take care of my kids as a single mom mm-hmm. because of the military. I was a single mom of three boys. Mm. And I made it just fine. But it's because of God in the military. Right. If I didn't join the military, I wouldn't have been able to beat those odds. I understood. So where were you both born and raised? Because I'm assuming it was yeah, different parts. Go ahead. Yeah, I was I'm, I'm, I was born and raised in Bronx, New York. Hmm. I was born in Haiti and I was raised in Miami. Now, are you both from from big families or small families, relatively speaking? Yeah, small family, just two siblings and a and a single mom. Uh-huh. I have three siblings and my mom and dad. I'm okay. still a small family as well. Very interesting story, and you guys met in the military, had successful careers, now having success in civilian life. And again, to the to our listening audience, these two military veterans I met here in Las Vegas where they've been here at least three times that I'm aware of, and I trust that they will continue to come back to the entertainment capital of the world. And we certainly <laughs> we certainly appreciate it because we're always looking for visitors to come in and spend a couple of dollars. Always a pleasure. So any any closing remarks that you guys may have, I'll, I'll check in with Wes to see how, we, how we're standing time-wise. Any, any remarks you'd like to share? But I'd like to say um, thank you to you um, even concern, uh, considering us to be on your show. It was a pleasure. I, um, and, um, I always enjoy talking about the military. I love it. And I would do it again if I had to at 44 years old. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to echo that sentiment. Uh, Dave, have you... Each time we've gone, like you said, it was three times. You took care of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of acted as a tour guide. Uh, you was uh, like uh, a friend, even though you're a little older, but you still uh, you're still our friend, and we we love to come see you and visit you. But yeah, uh, like Fran said, I mean, um, if I could if I could do it all over again, I w- I would I would join the army. I know people talk about other branches. I mean, in the, in the end, we all have our own individual missions, but I'm loyal to the army. I love the army, so I would join the army again. And I just love helping the soldiers, being around soldiers. I mean, I, I just love everything about the army and being a soldier. And Dave, you are God sent. You were God sent. Well, let me say this to your friends, and we we still got another three and a half, four minutes. People, just like you guys, when I when I realized that they were in the military, I asked them about being on my show. You guys are the really the first ones who ever responded. And I think the, the, the first time I asked you guys, we just had a little communication breakdown on time. But all the rest of the people, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to be on your show. And then I think they get cold feet for whatever reason. But uh, I enjoy talking to people because I think that what people will get out of this conversation, I believe it will be inspirational to some particularly young people who are, who are, as you mentioned, friends, trying to make up their mind what they're going to do with their life. And uh, certainly there's opportunity there, particularly when you, when you serve, you can, uh, as you spend your time, you can get yourself educated as well. And, and, and I know, France, you mentioned that even some of the jobs will transfer from the uniform right to a suit or a skirt. 
And that's a good thing. And that's something that we must capitalize on, I believe. And uh, it's uh, it's good to hear you guys uh, speak well of our military service. And I think that it's important, again, to share with others. Thoughts? Definitely. Thoughts, friends? Yes, definitely. I agree. <laughs> oh, y'all going to give me some short answers? We got... We probably got another two, two, two and a half minutes. <laughs> well, well you, can ask us a, you can ask us another question. Well, well, I didn't get to tell you. Um, I didn't get to tell you how how we actually. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, also, because of the way that we live and mm-hmm. how uh, my sons witnessed my life as a single mom being in the military, mm-hmm. I have two that's uh, I'm currently serving as well. My oh. oldest, um, he's. He's stationed in um, Colorado. Okay. Well, our oldest, uh-huh. he's stationed in Colorado. Uh-huh. Um, and then the middle one, he's currently at basic training in Oklahoma right now. And he graduates in three weeks. Now, which branch are so they They want to follow our footsteps based on how they see things going for us. Right. What branch are they? Army. No other branch. <laughs> they have joined. And, and, and one is in, 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 in uh, training where? Oklahoma. Where? Fort Sill. Where, where, where is it called? What is it called? Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Oh, Fort Sill. Fort yeah. Sill is, what is Fort Sill known for? There's something. It is artillery. Okay. So. It okay. is artillery, actually. Okay. Well, I can tell you, you guys bring joy to the show because I, I trust that, again, as I've already mentioned, someone will be inspired by what you have said and take it to heart. Others, others will say, "Oh, not me." But I can tell you once again, if you got if you got someone, whomever it may be, whether you're working for city government, state government, whomever, they will pay for your education. You better grab on. And like I say, at 72, the only disappointment in, in me and my personal thoughts about what I didn't do. I, at a minimum, I should have got, and I do have some credit toward a bachelor's degree, but I didn't put my heels down and get busy to 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 complete that. And at the time, I was, uh, I told them I was a working active fire chief for six years, and I was already an activist. And as such, you you run out of time, but sometimes you got to spend time for you, and that's something that I that I always encourage my staff: spend time for you and also have a life outside of whether it's the military, whether it's the fire service, because sometimes people get very, very lonely. And when they retire, they don't have a clue what they want to do. I I thank God, Tony, that when I left, I've never, and I live about eight minutes from where I worked and I've never got up and said, Oh man, I'm gosh, I'm going to be late for work. I thank God for that because (laughs) (laughs) amen. I left all that behind. And there are some friends that, we get together once or twice a year. We have breakfast, and we enjoy each other's company. We were friends beyond the job. And there's others. We were just fellow employees, and I ain't mad at nobody. I feel good about me, and I'm going to keep it rolling. So I'm, I'm excited and, and appreciate the opportunity to speak with you guys because, again, I think you brought great value to the table of the Veterans Affairs Plus show on 91.5 Jazz and more. And, I, and again, uh, we, we're growing our audience, and I, in fact, I will send you this because you were air this weekend, 
uh, thanks to Wes, oh, he'll okay. get this all fixed up and, and it'll go out. So uh, thank you guys for your time and uh, I wish you Godspeed and see you next time you come to Las Vegas, the entertainment capital yes. of the world. <laughs> yes, definitely, Dave. We'll definitely be seeing you soon. All right. Yes, we'll be seeing you soon and thank you for the invite again. Okay, it's my pleasure. Once again, this is Veterans of Fair. Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. And we encourage our people out there to continue to listen to the show. And if you have any issues or need in terms of benefits, 301-537-9465. That's Tony Marshall. He's our service officer. And he has several locations now. Thank you, Las Vegas.